nati Yam hi jhananche panyache sve nibbana santiki. There is no concentration without wisdom, no wisdom without concentration. One who has both concentration, mindful and, and wisdom is close to peace and emancipation. <coughs> Friends, I want to end this uh, short retreat by um, making final uh, comments on the uh, this retreat. I think you have uh, spent very meaningful week uh, having come here with very good intention to uh, learn Dhamma and enhance your practice. And I believe you have uh, uh, you are pleased that you had this, pen, this time in this place. In the Uh, Buddha's teaching uh, he has uh, laid down very uh, clear uh, plan for us. I call it uh, Buddha's uh, uh, structure. Buddha is like uh, an architect. Architects uh, has the entire plan of a house in his mind when he draws a plan. So uh, every tiny little detail is in architect's mind. Only then he put it in paper. Builders are not architects. They just follow the plan. When you follow the plan accurately, correctly, with all the minute details, they build a house. If they miss anything, the house is not going to last too long. Similarly, if we look at the Buddha's teaching, uh, I don't know any other teacher, religious teacher, who has given such a perfect plan as the Buddha has given. So our duty is to follow the plan step by step very clearly. And then we are builders. We are not architects, not engineers. So the engineer architect has all the laid down the plan, drew the plan for us, and now we are following it. If we follow the plan exactly as he laid down, we will get where he got. We will achieve the same results. 
the Buddha's plan is the noble eightfold path. And you do this plan not from uh, by from learning somebody, but from his own experience. He saw it very clearly and laid down the plan. And uh, I mentioned the moment we enter the plan uh, with understanding and then we go to thinking, speech, action, uh, livelihood, effort, mindfulness, concentration, these are the steps to follow. When we follow this step, these, these steps, uh, at one level we are preparing the path to attain the first level of enlightenment. That is prepared, preparatory stage. We all are on that path, preparing to attain the stream entry path. As so, we keep practicing, 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 trying to understand, trying to understand, trying to understand, trying to think and think and think, and then trying to uh, speak in a way that he has recommended and speak and speak, then we act the way he has recommended, keep acting, acting, not acting on the theatre, the <laughs> but doing what he has asked us to do. And then uh, we adopt a right livelihood, trying to correct our livelihood again and again and again, understanding where we go wrong in our livelihood and try to find out good livelihood ethical livelihood, and we make effort, keep making effort again and again. Then we practice mindfulness again and again. While doing all these things, we practice mindfulness and trying and trying and trying. Then we, one day we gain concentration, and we gain little concentration, we keep building up concentration, and then go back again, start all over again. The when we gain some uh, concentration, then our understanding is little deeper. With deep, that deep understanding, we think, we speak, we act, we adopt right livelihood, make effort, gain uh, mindfulness and concentration. So we keep practicing it again and again and round and round and round like sansara. So we keep practicing it again and again and again until we make the practice perfect. Practice perfect. Everybody knows practice makes perfect. We know that. So we keep practicing. And that level is called preparatory level. Level we are preparing to attain the stream entry path. While preparing for that preparing for that path, we can teach. We don't have to attain full enlightenment or stream entry to start teaching. In the Buddha's time, there were people who were while learning, they taught. They taught what they whatever, however much they know, they taught. They didn't wait until they attained perfection. 
these days i have heard some persons tell people he has uh, because of his uh, you know various type of ways of expressing things because of the language uh, idioms uh, parables uh, stories and jokes and you know similes and all these things he can attract people because of put all this mumbo jumbo things like a fruit salad and at- attract people and then tell them don't try to teach dhamma until you attain the stream entry giving an impression to people that he has attained stream entry that is a he can teach that is not the buddha's teaching buddha said you can teach as much as you know from whatever whatever you know you can teach that much so while preparing for attaining the stream entry path we are learning and we teach others and as we are teaching teaching is a way of learning every time i teach i learn from you you ask me questions every question you ask me stimulates my mind to think to deepen my understanding i am not pretending to be a teacher all the time i am a student and you are my teachers i learn from everybody and anybody from little babies little dog little cat <laughs> you know everything i learn from everyone and that is how i improve my understanding so and then one day i gain deep uh, faith sadha my doubt will vanish doubt about the buddha dhamma sangha and so forth will completely vanish that instant that moment i enter the stream entry path and with that confidence i keep practicing the noble eightfold path again we don't i don't stop it keep practicing now i with conviction understanding deeper faith i keep practicing now i practice it as a stream uh, as a following noble eightfold path in on the supramundane level not mundane level because i have this deep understanding i'm giving an example not i have attained that but <laughs> i'm giving you example so i keep practicing 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 as follow following the noble eightfold path and supramundane level and then one day we i realized all these rituals i have been practicing all my life makes no sense they are all meaningless i have been attached to them blindly just because others were doing it i was following but now i realize these rituals would not bring me an iota of insight i give up and still i am in the stream entry path keep following the noble eightfold path and while i am doing it i teach while i am in the stream entry path i teach and one day 
I see this ego notion is mere uh, delusion. This is why it, what is, why it is called delusion. Greed, hatred, and delusion. We talk about greed, hatred, and delusion. Delusion is the delusion of the belief that there is a permanent self. How, I, how I come to that level? Because I see when I meditate, everything is changing, 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 never stop any time. And I try to find out something permanent. I never find. You try all your life, one life, two lives, ten lives, thousand lives, you try to find something permanent, even in million lives you never find something permanent. <laughs> you always find something changing. Not only material things, even immaterial things like perception, thoughts, uh, consciousness and so forth, these are immaterial, even they are changing all the time. That instant I attained the stream entry fruition. Now there are three, three levels. First level is preparatory level. I prepare. As I keep perfecting the preparation, it is just like when you are making a road, you first have to cut the shrubs and remove the rocks and make it smooth and so forth. That is like preparing the road. And then you walk on the road. That is the path. And you keep following the path. While preparing the road, cutting down trees and shrubs and so forth, you tell others, this is how we have to prepare the road. And then once you have prepared it, you walk on the road and say, this is how we walk, you can follow me. So they follow and then you reach the goal. You can see the goal very close, not fully attain it, and say, this is how we reach the goal. So these are the three levels of attaining stream entry. One is preparation. Second is the path by removing one of the three first three fetters. You attain the stream entry path. You never try to remove all of them at once. It will never happen. This is a gradual teaching, Anupubba Sikha, Anupubba Patipada, Anupubba Kiriya, as I mentioned, gradual training. Don't try to break your neck to attain enlightenment suddenly. It will happen when you prepare. So, you enter the stream entry path by removing one of the ten fetters, and that time, the first time when you remove the doubt, you become Saddhanusari. Saddhanusari means your faith, trust in the Buddha is well established. Well established. And you keep following it. And then you remove one or the other three fetters. And finally, you remove your. Uh, belief in permanent self, that instant you become dittipatta, uh, what you call uh, panya vimutta. You liberate yourself from 
your uh, belief in the permanent self. Now, again you prepare for the next path, that is the preparatory stage. You keep preparing for the next path. Next path is one's eternal path. That is more tricky. Why? When you look at text, you get explanations, you see that in the second level of enlightenment, you don't remove anything. In the once returner's stage, you don't remove anything. But it says that you attenuate, weaken greed and hatred. That also does not happen very quickly. You remove or weaken or eliminate the gross part of your greed. You know, greed has, craving has, lust has, very gross, oozing, very dirty state. You know that. So you remove that. You become decent person. <laughs> you enjoy sensual pleasures. And still, you have not completely removed it. But you remove the gross, very oozing, unpleasant, uncivilized, dirty part you remove. <laughs> that instant you attain <laughs> one's eternal path. How you remove that? Also following the Noble Eightfold Path. There is no any, any other path. Buddha said, Eso maggo nathanyo dasa nasa visuddhya. This is the path, no other path. So, when you say Noble Eightfold Path in supramundane level, there is no different type of supramundane level path except the Noble Eightfold Path. So you keep practicing Noble Eightfold Path again and again and again and again, and then you remove the gross part of lust, greed, clinging, craving, gross part. Then you enter the second level path, the once returner's path. And you keep practicing it, Noble Eightfold Path again and again and again, the same way, with more vigor, more courage, more understanding, more clarity in your mind. Then one day, your gross hatred, you know, hatred also has a very gruesome, very bestial level. They can kill, they can maim, they can cut people and take their guts out and like, you know, holocaust and so forth. They can do all kinds of dirtiest things with hatred. People do that. So, you become more and more decent, more and more neat, more and more clean, deep, you get more and more deep understanding. Then you decide to live a decent person, as a decent person. You get rid of your gross hatred. That time you attain the once returners, uh, complete once returners path. So once determined path also has two sides, two levels. One is removing gross greed, second is removing gross hatred. 
and you are still not full, you have not still completed your second level, one straightness level. So you still keep practicing. You get rid of your hatred also by practicing the Noble Eightfold Path. Keep practicing, 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 practicing. And then now you have overcome two gross fetters, greed and hatred, by following the Noble Eightfold Path. And you don't stop. Then you prepare for the next level, that is one straightness fruition level. Now you are in the one straightness path level. You keep practicing, 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 practicing noble eightfold path. Then one day you will be able to completely remove your greed and lust and craving from your mind. That moment you attain the stream, the one straightness fruition, uh, one straightness. Uh, still, you are in the one straightness path. Uh, no. Now you are in the uh, never returners path. Once you remove the greed, uh, no. When you remove your uh, gross part of greed, you are in the one straightness path. When you remove your gross part of hatred, you are one straightness fruition stage. This is how you remove the gross parts of greed and hatred. At two levels. First level you remove it and enter the uh, one straightness path. And then you remove your gross part of hatred. Then you enter the one straightness fruition stage. I first I mixed it up. Because I had not attained that yet. <laughs> Then you keep practicing a Noble Eightfold Path, then one day you would be able to remove greed at a very uh, subtle level of greed. Then you enter the Never Returners Path. Never Returners Path. And you keep practicing Noble Eightfold Path again and again and again, and then you will remove your hatred at a very subtle level of hatred, that time you attain the never returners fruition stage. And then you keep preparing for the next level, that is Arahantud level. That is preparatory stage of Arahantud path. Then one day what they are doing, you are just practicing Noble Eightfold Path again and again and again and again. Then one day, your desire for fine material existence will disappear. Why? Because even fine material existence is impermanent, unsatisfactory, without self. So you don't want that. So your mind will withdraw from that and you will, it will disappear from your mind. You will never have that again. That instant you enter the Arahantud path and still you practice Noble Eightfold Path again and again and again, then the desire for immaterial existence will disappear from your mind. 
and still you are in the noble eightfold, what you call arahantut path. Then you practice noble eightfold path again and again and again and again. Then you will remove your conceit, your restlessness, restlessness. Still you keep practicing noble eightfold path. Then one day you will be able to remove your conceit, what you call mana. What kind of mana you have? Mana means uh, measuring. Use yourself to measure others. This is called asmimana. Asmimana means I uh, conceit. I am, I am, I am. Even uh, non-returner has this I am concept. That is the, the, the one single word with one single alphabet that we use million times every day. In our conversations, you, if you listen to anybody's conversation, all you hear repeatedly, I, my, mind. I, my, mind. Just listen anytime you, any conversation, these are three words you hear repeatedly, million times, any conversation. <laughs> so it is not easy to get rid of it. So when you are in the uh, Arahanthut uh, path, you will see even that is not any make any sense. You may use it, but not with attachment, clinging, craving. So that will also will disappear. Then remains the last one, which is the most difficult one, the root of all our problems. That is called ignorance. As soon as ignorance disappears, we attain Arahantud fruition stage. So Arahantud fruition, Arahantud attainment of Arahantud takes five steps. <laughs> First, to get rid of desire for find material existence, second to get rid of desire for immaterial existence, third to get rid of uh, restlessness. What kind of restlessness we have? Restlessness is uh, it's very interesting, you know, even when we are going, atten going to attain enlightenment, uh, just like when you are uh, competing, you know, getting close to your goal, like Olympics, <laughs> you compete, run, run, when you get close to you, the goal, you, are, you become very agitated, excited. You want to get very quickly, get there very quickly. Similarly, you think, how can I attain, how can I attain full enlightenment? How can I attain full enlightenment? That kind of little bit of restlessness arises. Even that will disappear when you see the goal. That is the kind of restlessness. Not uh, restlessness as uh, hindrance. And then your conceit, these are the four stages. Fifth stage is the attainment of arahantut fruition by eliminating ignorance. 
What is this ignorance? Ignorance is of ignorance of the four noble truths. All this time we practice noble eightfold path. Noble eightfold path is the part of four noble truth. Four noble truth is the part of noble eightfold path. <laughs> it is such a, you know, a, com- a complex and yet interlocked system. Number one of the noble eightfold path is understanding of four noble truth. Number four of the four noble truth is noble eightfold path. Right? So, when you reach the last stage of enlightenment, you see the whole picture, whole structure, whole plan of the Buddha. And that is how you really get rid of your ignorance of four noble truths and you are totally liberated. Then only you say, Vusitang Brahmacharyang Katang Karaniyang Naparangi Tattaya. I have lived the holy life. Here Brahmacharya doesn't mean Brahma doesn't mean the the deity in Hinduism. Like Brahma Vihara, their Brahma also is not deity of, created deity of Hinduism. Buddha used this word and gave new interpretation, new, new meaning. Here, the Brahma means the best, the noblest. Monastic life is called Brahmacharya, Sasana Brahmacharya. Monastic life is called Sasana Brahmacharya, which means living a noble life, pure life, clean life, whole life, holy life. When you attain the full enlightenment, you say to yourself, I have lived that clean life, that noble life, pure life, nothing more to do. I have done Somebody can say, I have done everything in my life, I have left nothing. That means the person has done all dirty things in his person's life (laughs) and can say, you know, I have gone through all these things. I have done all these things. But (laughs) in full enlightenment, you can say, I have done everything to reach this noble attainment. Everything noble, everything clear, everything pure everything supreme and nothing more to do. Now, naparang ittathaya means there is nothing more to do, means there is no committing karma. This is called exhaustion of possibility of committing karma. That is called kammakhaya. Kammakhaya. Kammakhaya means cessation of the root of committing karma. What is the root of committing karma? Ignorance and desire. Ignorance and desire, the two causes, two uh, factors that make us commit karma. And that is why in the dependent origination, avidya patya sankhara buddha said, Ignorance dependent upon ignorance, 
volitional formations arise. In the Dhammachakra Pavatana Sutta Buddha said, Tanna Tassayeva Tanna Yasesiviragnurodo Chago Patinisago Mutti Analayo Nibbana. The very same craving that brings us to existence, a cessation of that craving is called attainment of Nibbana. So these are two sides, but both exist together with the support of each other. Craving can never remain without ignorance. Ignorance can never remain without craving. And these two always work together hand in hand. Mindfulness and concentration, on the other hand, work hand in hand, in hand to attack these two. <laughs> attack mindfulness, attack, attack ignorance, concentration, attack greed. Therefore, uh, it, is, it is said uh, 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 Tanna viraga cheto vimutti, avijja viraga panya vimutti. Tanna viraga cheto vimutti liberates the mind by abandoning craving, that means gaining concentration, liberating the wisdom by getting rid of ignorance, that means we attain enlightenment through wisdom. So wisdom and concentration go hand in hand together to achieve our goal. Friends, I'm supposed to stop the talk at this time. This is a wonderful, very intriguing subject. <laughs> Unfortunately, we are, everything is limited and we come to an, uh, come to a limit. And I uh, really appreciate your coming and participating in this retreat. And I hope you continue to practice. Practice. The Noble Eightfold Path, again and again and again. Never give up. You will get there. Thank you.